Welcome to the Simply Be Podcast, a branding and lifestyle podcast for those who seek to make massive change in their life and their businesses by creating a stronger connection with what makes you, you. I'm your host, Jessica Zweig, personal branding expert and founder of Simply Be. And through these conversations with my incredible guests and my own life experiences, I'm going to show you that the secret to developing a brilliant brand and a kick-ass life isn't more doing. It's more being. Let's dive in. This is a Soulfire production. You're listening to the Simply Be Podcast, episode 111. Oh my gosh, you guys, 111. Oh, I just got the chills just even saying it. That means today is going to be a magical day. If you are listening to this episode, this is a magical conversation. It is a magical number. And you listening to this podcast episode just means you're in some sort of magic. So I'm sending that to you. I'm sending that to myself too. Hi guys. I'm so happy to be with you today. I am coming at you from Nashville, Tennessee, y'all. I uh, have been here for about a week with my husband. We are actually thinking about buying a second house here. So we are not leaving Chicago. Chicago will always be my home, but it's going to become maybe my partial home. We're really, really, Brian and I have been like dating cities for the last two years. We're really clear. It's a full full heart yes that we don't want to be in Chicago all the time anymore but we haven't really found our place we looked at Naples Florida we looked at Austin we spent a month in Palm Springs at the end of 2020 and kind of came down to Nashville at the beginning of 2021 and we're like yeah this is this is it this is it so we've been house hunting and we've been networking and I've been meeting some amazing people down here just a lot going on for Simply Be or the potential of Simply Be. And we're expanding. I mean, we're expanding in all the ways. So I just have such good vibes down here. I feel so at home. I love the birds chirping. I love the smell of grass. I love a big front yard. I love a big backyard. I love a porch. <laughs> I think I might even get into country music. I don't know, guys. I don't know. It's all about change and expansion in 2021 for me. So that's a little life update. I am so excited for this guest today. But before I get into this guest today, I want to let you know that we had so much demand for the B experience, so many questions, so many inquiries on the DM and the emails that we've been sending. So we decided to extend the enrollment day. So we're actually still open. Doors are still open. And if you want a little discount because you're my podcast community to the B experience. I'm going to give it to you. First, I want to just tell you about it. It's five weeks. It starts Thursday. It is a five-week online program that really takes you through the book B. And if you didn't read the book, it's okay. You don't need to read the book. It's essentially going to be my entire branding strategy, platform development, business strategy, social media, PR, how to create content, how to create a brand identity, how to build an actual marketing strategy to grow your business like a boss, straight from me to you, truly. And so the book will be a complimentary tool or the course will be a huge complimentary tool to the book. Either way, it's essentially what I take my clients through. It is a premium experience, typically charge 15000 to $25,000 minimum to start work with Simply Be. And this is the same exact process, just 
Deconstructed Across Five Weeks brought to you by me. I don't even necessarily touch all of the clients that come through the agency since the team has grown so big, but this is actually working directly with me and my two co-founders, Nora and Alexa, who are going to teach you everything from visual branding, how to make your platform look super polished and professional, to how to price and position your products and services so that you make real money. It's all in the B experience. Doors close Wednesday, tomorrow night, April 28th at midnight. So you want to get in on it before we officially close the doors and kick off the class. Use code B-U-B-E-Y-O-U-1-5 to get 15% at checkout. All right, let's get into today's conversation with Judy Holler, y'all. I just want to say, actually, I want to stop for a second and give a disclaimer. A couple months ago, I was, I was thinking about the show. We're really starting to position it a little bit differently. And if you haven't noticed, I've been doing a lot more solo episodes this month. And I decided I was just, I was only going to talk to people that like really lit me up. Not that my guests that I've had haven't. I'm just feeling a little bit more, I don't know, selective, particular about the voices that I want to bring to this community. And Judy Holler is leveling this fucking show up. I mean, you will see. And I hope moving forward, you will you will truly understand that you're only going to get the best of the best interviews and conversations here on the Simply Be podcast. That is my intention. That is my vision for this show. And so in this shift, I decided to bring on Judy Holler. And I, I really want you to feel it. You're going to just listening. She set a new bar, you, you guys. It's one of the most amazing conversations um, I've ever had personally, like forget the show, just talking to someone. So Judy Holler is an author, a podcaster, and the founder and CEO of Holla Worldwide, a creative company that uses humor to help companies and teams live braver lives, protect their mental health, and build high-performance habits that last. Her work takes the experimental principles of improv theater and helps individuals apply them to the unscripted stage of everyday life. She's an alum of Chicago's Second City Conservatory. She wrote a book called Fear is My Homeboy, How to Slay Doubt, Boss Up, and Succeed on Your Terms. It's got over a thousand reviews on Amazon. That's insane. She is the founder of the Fear Boss Community, a Facebook group dedicated to bringing people together to kick fear's ass. And she is the host of the Yes And podcast. You guys, she's an enterprise. She is an entrepreneur like everyone should aspire to be like because she's being brave, doing it on her terms, serving the world and making money and having so much fucking fun while doing it. You're going to be so inspired by this conversation. So I'm going to stop talking and welcome you to my interview with the incomparable Judy Holler. One of the things that I love so much about you beyond your your spirit and your authenticity and your fire and your love for women is honestly your brand. Like I am such a nerd for brands and you, you, in my view, pack all the punches. So I'm really glad you're reading my book to go deeper, but you're already doing the damn thing. It's, it's, I mean, I mean it, it's the messaging. What a compliment. It's true. It's the color palette. It's your amazing language. You know, you have Fear is my homeboy. You call your community fear bosses. You have yes and. You just mentioned the house of yes and. You've got the vibe and thrive planner. You, you have a gift and it's truly a, 
a genius to find the language to really articulate your value. And I just, I want to know how you do that and where that comes from inside of you. So good. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. Um, What a compliment coming from you. And I think so much of my alignment has really been in the glow up, which we're sort of joking about in our company as the grow up. Because I really think that's what a brand should do and needs to do. Okay, so let me tell you this, Jess, first. For anyone listening, maybe you've gotten a DM like this. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've gotten a text like this. But I got a text, um, a DM rather, the other day that I got on my phone. So it felt like a text, but it was a DM. And this person in a very passive aggressive way said, you've changed. And it wasn't like a, a you've changed. Oh my gosh, I'm, it's am- amazing watching your growth or whatever. But it was a, a very, you've changed. And what does that mean for me? Like mm. you, you're just different now. And my response was, thank you. I have changed. And haven't you? Like, yeah. haven't yeah. you? And, and that has taken me some time because old Judy would have said, maybe not the nicest things, you know, maybe not to that person, but I might have overreacted or I might have stepped into a space that didn't feel um, right or angry or controlling or whatever it might have been that I'm you know, half Italian. So I might have fired up at this person, <laughs> but I sat with it and I said, thank you. And I have changed. And isn't that the path? Like, aren't we supposed to be changing? So I am going through a massive grow up, a massive glow up as a human, as a business and as a brand. And the way I've continued to do that over the years to answer your beautiful question is I've gotten really good at listening, listening to the comments uh, that come in on my posts, to the conversations people have, to um, different artists and DJs and graffiti people and tap dancers that I follow. Like I, I have conversations. Um, with my audience that are creative, because I feel like I put a lot of creative inputs into my life, which gives me creative outputs. And so I listen, I do a lot of listening and I'm brave enough to fuck it up. I'm brave enough to get it wrong. I'm brave enough to look stupid. I always tell people, go back to the old days. Just go to the archives of Judy Holler. Scroll back like three years. That is up on purpose. Like you will see Mm -hmm. the evolution of your girl. And that's exciting. And that's empowering. So coming from you, I take that compliment on my brand is a big one. And I do a lot of listening. I do a lot of remixing. I do a lot of loving and I do a lot of learning. And okay, wait, say that again. You do a lot of listening. You do a lot of mixing. You do remixing, remixing, listening, loving, learning um, are kind of the three L's in my business. Big time listening, loving, learning. Okay. That honestly, please write that down if you're listening because that to the listeners of this, of this episode, because that is the, in my view, the method of an expert. It's not being a know-it-all it's, it's really list like marketing is packaging and positioning. Right. And the way that we really study our craft is honestly by studying our audience and coming not just from our minds, but attuning into our hearts so that we can feel them. And always being a student to the world around us, 
making to your point of listening to art and graffiti and taking in what inspires you beyond your space, right. Of coaching empowerment, but listening and learning to artists and other people in business that makes you that much sharper and clear on who you are. Yes. Yes. You know, and really as a creator, as a marketer, you're really a storyteller. So your job then is to think and live in metaphor. And so I enlighten this to a DJ. So I really think of myself as a DJ, mainly because I've always had a secret obsession with DJs and I've always secretly wanted to be one. And I know you have a best friend that is one. I just think DJs are energy and they're so swaggy and so cool, but really you're a DJ. Your job is to remix all the shit coming at you and put your spin on it, right? I want your record. I oh, want yeah. your album, right? There, I talk about courage and fear and uh, building high performance habits and how to move with and through imposter syndrome. There's been a lot of people talking about that for a long time and they'll continue to, but no one does it my way. No one is remixing it the way I've remixed it. No one's got my swagger and my style and my accent and my roots and my, my bones. And that is fucking insane. You will never run out of content if you are brave enough to trust the creator. You know? Girl, I just got the chills. Of course I know. And I that's got what, them too on oh, that one. That, that was gospel right there. And so true. And I actually have, as you just you know are reading my book, be... I have a chapter in there called uh, it's all been said before. Mm. And then I take you through the chapter. It's all about studying the competitive landscape, which is, you know, finding which albums you want to remix yeah. because it's actually all been said before. There's very few yeah. original ideas. If you really pay attention to all and mad respect for all the people going for it, but no one, in fact, the last line of the chapter, it's all been said before. The last line is, but no one has said it like you. Yes. I just got chills again. I was screaming it. I was screaming out yes when I read that. And I loved the journey you took us on in that chapter. And the whole book, it's got such a vibe. Uh, but it's so true. And we doubt ourselves, but really you are um a waterfall of of ideas. Just most of us aren't brave enough uh to do the work to organize them and to think about the things that are happening to you. Like I'm you know, I keep notes in my, my phone, like my note app in my iPhone is like my Bible because as stories happen, as things happen, as I observe also, can I just pause here? It also requires you to put your phone down and look around a little bit. I think when I'm in and back when I was in airports a lot, but when I'm in an airport or when I'm traveling or, you know, just moving through my life and running errands, you know, I, I pause on purpose. I watch people. I listen to two sisters in the aisles of home goods talking about, you know, how they're trying to reimagine this space and how that feels when I'm with my sister. And how can I take that story that's moving me because I'm sitting here in home goods, eavesdropping on it and share that with someone. So we don't, but most of us have our nose in our phones. Right. And so it's an awakening that needs to happen for, from the inside out. And, and that requires you to be brave enough to step into your life and out of everybody else's for a little bit too. Yes, girl. Now I want to click into that. Okay. Okay. Let's click it. Cause <laughs> let's click it. There's, let's click it. There's a book that you wrote called mm. fear is my homeboy. And you know, what a great title. And, you know, all these things that we're talking about, people are listening and I'm very clear that people hold themselves back from living the life that they're meant to live and building the business that they really deserve to build. Not because they, they can't 
mix the album and create the beautiful art and have the brilliant message, but because they're afraid. And you are, in my view, the queen of, of kicking fear's ass. And I want, I want to understand your personal journey to how more about it. How did you make fear your homeboy? (laughs) Cause for most people, fear is the enemy. Fear is the roadblock. Fear Mm -hmm. is the fucking bitch that literally paralyzes us. And you really are going for it in full effect. Judy Holler. I see you girl. And you've had to conquer stuff. And so I, I really like to sort of take people into that and, and, normalize like how we how we do live so boldly and bravely because it's we have to move through the fear and so talk talk to me about why fear is your homeboy Mm, so good uh yes so i hadn't seen any books out there lots of books on fear um and courage and so many incredible brilliant beautiful thought leaders in the space of courage and fear, doing incredible things, but I hadn't quite heard anyone talk about doing the one thing no one wanted to acknowledge, which was, why are we always trying to crush our fear and smash our fear and overcome our fear, get rid of our fear or slay it? Why aren't we talking about the dance? Right? Why aren't we talking about the friendship and the ally that, that fear can be in some cases? So I began doing improv at Second City in Chicago, and it cracked my life wide open. I was doing this on my nights and my weekends while I was building a very successful career in sales and marketing in the hospitality hotel industry. I opened hotels and I moved from St. Louis to Chicago by way of a promotion. And I knew when I got to Chicago, I had to take uh, one improv class, at least (laughs) because I had always been obsessed with Second City and Saturday Night Live. And, you know, it always had a bit of a performance background. Like I loved sales because I loved storytelling and I loved presenting and I loved sharing stories to help people feel and emote and make decisions. Right. And so, and even if you take it all the way back to grade school, man, I did the speech meets and that's what I did. Like I loved storytelling. So second city was sort of just a way for me to craft that skill even more. Plus I was single and I was like, this is a great way to meet people and have fun. And so I did it. And what turned into like a class that was just supposed to be like fun. It it turned into a seven year run at second city audition for conservatory, got in, stayed in. And it, it, it was something that became my life so much so that what a lot of people don't know. And I write about this in the book and this goes back to fear and our big problem around it and why I chose to embrace it is because I started dancing with it for the first time in my life when I was at second city. And not a lot of people know that at the very beginning, I didn't even go. So I signed up for the basic classes, like paid my non-refundable fee, left my apartment in Lincoln park, walked all the way to old town and did not even go in the building. Wow. And I remember lying. Like people, I'm sure I looked lost and people were like, ma'am, can I help you? Or, um, are you lost? And I was like, Oh my bad, wrong day, wrong room. Like literally lied, ran out of there so fast. And just the big fear I had at that time, I was 30 years old when I took my first ever improv class. I was sweating with nerves because I thought I was too old. 
and that I was too late and that I missed my chance and that everybody was going to make fun of me. And who did I think I was? So I quit. It took me two years to go back. And this is one of the signature stories I tell from the keynote stage. So Pete, this. So I go back two years later, pay the fee again, <laughs> walk back into the building, leave my apartment, was still leaving and living in the same apartment, walk all the way back to the trading facility in Old Town. I walked into that building, back down the hallway. And stood in front of that classroom door and this time I opened it, right? So I opened the door and in my keynote, I showed this photo. We have a photo of our first ever improv ensemble. The first person, so my big fear was that I was 30 and oh my God, I was ancient and everyone was going to make fun of me and who did I think I was and all this stuff. I show this photo and it's a photo. Um, and the first person you see, well, you see me and everybody in it, but you see Shelly. I put an arrow to Shelly. Shelly at the time was a 56-year-old University of Chicago professor taking improv to better connect with her students. And then there was a guy, Frank, in the back, 57-year-old sales guy, taking improv to be a better pre presenter. They walked into that room and they did it. They opened the door and I had waited for two years that moment. Opening the door to that improv classroom literally reminds me every day that if you want anything to happen in your life, in your business, for your marriage, with your friendships, for those kids you're raising, you got to open the door. You have to be brave enough to do it scared. And so many of us wait. We overthink, we miss opportunities, and we, we are trying to figure out how to get rid of our fear. But honey, that's not the answer. You will never get rid of it. You can dance with it. And you can get really good at saying, yes, this is scary. And here's what I'm going to do with it, right? And that is the gift of improv. And it's now become my life's work. I went on to write a book and quit my job and start a business. And here I am hanging out on a podcast with the one and only Jessica Zwei. <laughs> and all of that happened. Yo, anything you see on Instagram, like anyone listening right now, the only reason I have anything that I have right now is because I was brave enough to open the door and it taught me a great lesson. So I keep opening doors. I keep opening doors. And sometimes it's the wrong door. Sometimes I embarrass myself. Sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes I get it right, but we keep opening doors and that's the gift, right? That's the gift. And that became my relationship with fear. It's like a dance, right? So fear's my homeboy because fear can keep me safe for sure in scary situations, yeah. but fear is usually nudging me, right? It's like, okay, you're scared of this. What's it here to teach you? I have tears in my eyes. Mm. I love that story. I mean, it's so powerful. Yeah. It's so powerful on so many levels. I was and, so scared. But look at you now. I know. I could almost like, you're going to make me, I have goosebumps all over my body. Um, it is how many people are listening to this right now? Yeah. There's something not happening because you're too afraid. Think about it this way. I think of my favorite, we have this text mess max joint here where I live and they have the best white queso dip. I can't even tell you how oh much God, I love this queso delicious. dip. It's a problem. Okay. I don't get to go to the restaurant as much, but let me, let me, here's why I'm bringing up queso. There are so many Mexican restaurants. They're everywhere. What if Harold was like, you know what? This town doesn't need another Mexican restaurant. There's enough Mexican restaurants. What if your favorite place, your favorite coffee shop, your favorite author, your favorite musician. What if, I write this in my book. What if Snoop Doggy Dog felt that there were way too many rappers? We would not have the miracle that is Snoop Doggy Dog. What if Beyonce felt that there were too many 
R&B artists, right? And soul singers. We wouldn't have Beyonce, right? We have to keep moving. We have to trust. And we have to open the fucking door. Open it. Open it. Open it. So you've opened your door. You've opened many doors. Mm -hmm. And now you have this platform. You have a podcast. Mm -hmm. You have a book. You have a planner. You have clients. You speak on big stages. You have this insane brand that I love. Like your hot pink is to my hot yellow. I'm obsessed. I know it's so good. It's so good. It's so consistent. It's just, it's signature. I love it. All the things just has the visual polish to the depth and the authenticity, right? That is clearly so here. I want to know more about your business. Now that you've gone on to brand yourself, kick the doors down, you know, you've got this successful monetizable company that you are really using to help and serve women. So kind of, can you take me behind the doors of like what you do and, and, and how you, you know, make money and, and serve at the same time? I I really want to know. So good. And you're catching me at a really uh, interesting time as we are making some big changes and exciting changes. So I'll put it in perspective, March, as of March 15th, 2020, I made 85, 90% of my income. Think about that. 85, 90% of my income as a keynote speaker, traveling the United States and beyond speaking. Fear is my homeboy, had just come out. Uh, So my book was, you know, it takes a while to earn back advances, all those things, right? They're not profitable off the jump. Uh, So, you know, that was like 15% of my income because we were doing a ton of direct sales at events and things like that, which really helped. So anyway, 80, 20, we'll just say. 80% of my business was keynote speaking. And so the big conversation pre-COVID we had been having, because I'm a smart, savvy businesswoman, was that I do not pass the bus test. Meaning if I were to get hit by a bus tomorrow, my business goes bye-bye. And so do all the people that work with me, (laughs) whether they're full-time or on contract, right? And I also, what if I got sick, right? What if uh, something, I got hit by, like, what if something happened to Judy Holler the person, how would I earn a living? And this isn't sustainable. And could I burn out at some point because I was literally living on the road? So we had been having these conversations and then COVID within 24 hours, 50%, I mean, gone hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, you walk, you went through it, you went through it. We all went through it in so many different ways. So life as I knew it changed. And so we said, okay, uh, yes, and yes, this is happening. And here's what we're going to do with it. We're going to use this time. Ironically, I had wanted to take a sabbatical the summer of 2020 anyway, to really write and build and create and monetize my business in multiple revenue streams. And so now sitting here talking to you, I have 10 different revenue streams in my business. Ten. So, tell, here, so let me break Tell it. me them all. Speaking. Okay. So, so I'm speaking, still speaking, doing vir- a lot of virtual talks. So, but we're still speaking and that's been incredible. Um, I've got a workbook, which is amazing. The fear boss project. I've got, um, a podcast now, which is being monetized, which is incredible. We're paying for that, which is so amazing. I've got a planner, which is dope. I've got a masterclass that I teach live once a year, but we're doing a spring class because people wanted it. So I teach that live every year. We're opening up a membership mentorship um, that is launching this summer. We um, are building 
a cause-based apparel line under the umbrella of the House of Anne, which is brand new and coming soon. We're trademarking that entire idea. It's in motion right now. Uh, So I've I've just changed my Instagram profile. So it's all official. So we're, we're, we're building out that side of the business. I've done private coaching, which is great. I worked with six individual clients on a case by case basis. And then um, what is that final revenue stream? I think I've got, no, I think that's, I've hit all, almost all of them. I might miss one that I'm not thinking of sponsorships, but you get my point. We had to think big and we laser focused on the community and we listened. We went back into the archives. What do they want? What do they need? Great. So they hear my keynote. How do they get more? Great. The podcast, but they can't afford to work with me privately, right? So could we create a tool that is a little more affordable or a way to go deeper on the book or something people can use with their teams? What are the questions I'm hearing and how can I be of service? And so how do we build, you know, a brand around that? So hence the Vibe and Thrive brand was born. And a lot of this is being workshopped right now. So it's planner, masterclass, a journal coming online, the Illumination Academy, our digital course that's going up. I mean, so Jess, it's like, yo, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur. You're an like, enterprise I'm, girl. You're a fucking I'm enterprise. enterprise. Yeah. And I'm building something that can be sellable. And that is exciting with the house of and right. This notion of, you know, we want to climb the improv mounts mountain. That's our mind. That's our mountaintop. That's our pinnacle. The improv mindset. Everything I do has an improv lens. Okay. Yes. And then the value prop our value prop is that we vibe and thrive, baby, which means spirituality and energy combined with high performance habits. And we remix that in a really fun, hip, cool, creative way to help people make more money and love themselves along the way. So we're, we're building shit. I want to build a brand. I want to build like, I want to create, I want the house of and to become iconic with self-love and personal development. And I think that's what's going to happen. I want people to wear our shit. Like I'm wearing this aviator swag right now. And I want people to be like, yes, me too. Yes, me too. Right. And that's what we're going to build. Yes, you are. And I'm sweating as I tell you, because I'm a nervous wreck about uh, it. Because it's I, so much bigger. No, you girl, know, it's you're going big. for it. Yeah. Yeah, you are. And I'm saying it on the air, which means I'm speaking it into existence, which is terrifying. But we have to, because you know what happens when she, she speaks it. Right. Words are wands. She wills yeah. it. She manifests. Yeah. You taught me that. Yes, so. it's the truth. Oh, it's so good. I'm so inspired. Thank and you. it's really uh, kind of a testament. I mean, just personally, why I have always resonated with you. Yeah. You know, I've resonated with you for lots of reasons, but you have a fire in your belly that I, I attune to vibrationally. You know, I, people ask me all the time, how the fuck do you do it all, Jessica? And I'm like, I don't really feel like I'm doing that much. I'm just being me. (laughs) Isn't that how it's supposed to feel though? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that all to say, and this is what, this is what my next question, you know, it is, it can be a lot, right? Like we have such, I actually was journaling in my, my journal a few weeks ago. I had an illumination. I think you're going to resonate with this because sometimes I struggle right with my my hustle and like, what am I really doing it for? And, 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 you know, I admittedly have somewhat of an insatiable, insatiable appetite to be like loved and validated. Like that's a, a, a wound that comes from a hundred percent like same. childhood and my dad and a bunch of stuff. And so I, I was journaling and I was questioning like, how much is this drive and hustle coming from a point of wanting to be, you know, dr- seen and how much yeah. is it 
really actually just coming from the fact that I know I have a huge fucking mission here on this planet with this very short amount of time I get. And I sat with that question. I'm like, "Mm, it's the latter. It's so the latter. I know. And I feel this resonance from you. You just give such a shit and you really, really want to serve and teach people how to dance with their fear and all of the magic that truly can, can come from that. Yeah. And the, and is the dance. So when we say, and we're adding something, but we're the, and is the dance like, yes, gets So yes. And is like, for those of you who don't know for any improv theater, I mean, it is, we have no script, right? So we're on stage with an ensemble, but we have no script, right? Plot, storyline, character. It's all made up as we go, but we use our training to succeed in Two of the words that we we learn off the jump are the words yes and to move scenes forward, right? And so yes and is really thought about together. No one has really separated the two. And what we're doing in the house of and is separating. We believe and is Batman and yes is Robin because yes gets you in the game. But and is the bridge. It cracks open the door. It's how you add. So an example. We all wake up with a choice, okay? We all, we all have a series of choices we can make in our life. And some of those choices are going to lead to great things and some of them are going to lead to weird things. But you can be a victim or you could be a badass, but you can never be both, right? So my mm. best friend, wow. Jody, lost her first daughter, okay? So Olivia would have been 10 years old. And Jody was on the floor of her closet, right? And... um you can imagine the loss, the pain, the everything. And her husband, Adam swoops into the closet and picks her up off the floor. And he says something to her that transformed the way I think about the and, and certainly how I think about bad shit happening to me. He said to her, he goes, Jody, we have a choice to make in this moment. First of all, she married a good man and always marry yourself a good man. Right. Uh, but he said, Jody, we have a choice to make in this moment. We can either be the parents who lost Olivia the rest of our lives, or we can choose to be Olivia's parents. And that was a fucking, I have goosebumps again, all over my body. You can choose to be the person that happens to this fucking pandemic, or you can let this pandemic happen to you. You can choose to let your diagnosis or whatever's going on in your life happen to you, or you could fucking happen to it. The and is you happening to things. It's you adding to things. It's you saying, yes, this is hard. And I'm in pain and I'm going to honor it by living into it. And that, that's where the sauce is. That's where the magic lives. And that's how we illuminate our path, right? To true discovery, true courage and true grace. And my girl, Jody, what a lesson. And look at Olivia, Olivia, those goosebumps were her, right? That was her brushing us. Her story lives on because Jody lived on and now she's a mom of two boys and she's amazing and happy, but I don't go around Jody. And she's not like, Oh my God, my life and my daughter. She lives yeah. for Olivia and because of her. And that is beauty. Yeah. Beauty. Profound. I know. Hopefully Profound. someone needs to hear that because it continues to shake me awake. Yeah, I think you're going to shake a lot of people awake with what we just mm-hmm. shared. And as you were talking, I'm just thinking to myself how grateful I am that I have a podcast that brings mm-hmm. on people like you and shares you with the world. It's Thank you. truly medicine. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, girl, I, I want to know, okay, all of the things that you, that you do and you're so full, like you're full, you, you have, you. you are pouring over your cup runneth over Judy. It's very clear. <laughs> and I'm here, I'm here for it. I'm and here for I, I want to know, you know, how you, how do you vibe while you thrive? You mentioned your planner. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. the, the frame on those words. How do you, amidst your 10 different products and this message that yeah. you create and this fire in your belly and this flowing cup of inspiration that you mm. clearly possess, how do you take care of you? What are your rituals? Mm. What are your practices? How do you really honor Judy on a soul level mm. to, to, to show up this way? Like, I want to know, tell me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many things. I think if there's one thing that I am um, the most obsessed with, besides, I would say 1990s hip hop music would be, um, high performance habits. Okay, I, what are those? I geek out over them because I am, I am, um, I'm a hard I, focus is hard for me, right? Cause I am an Enneagram three Gemini. I want, or sorry, Enneagram seven. I was first a three and now I'm a seven, but I have some severe three times. I'm a seven too. I'm a seven. <laughs> I'm a seven. I'm a hundred percent a seven. So I want to, pl- I hate to be bored. I want to play. I want to explore. I want to be, I want to all the feels, all the vibes. And that could be really hard because it's like, look, a squirrel, let's go play and create and do all these things. So I need a lot of structure, but I also know something about fear fear has one job and its job is to stop you. So knowing this is power, because if you know that fear's job is to stop you, right? So it shows up like perfectionism and self-doubt and blame and gossip and jealousy and all this bullshit. And that's all there to stop you. So if I know fear's job is to stop me, my job is to move, right? Move. So high performance habits help me move. They are my momentum. They are my and, right? So I do a lot of things, but I would say one of the most fundamental transformations I've made over the last five years, specifically as as I've become an entrepreneur is to do two things. Number one, I goal focus plan, which means I blend my personal life with my professional life uh, from a scheduling perspective. And I think so many people keep those calendars separate and then they wonder why they're overwhelmed and exhausted and stressed out. So a soccer game or something you got going on with the kids, that's still an appointment. That's still a time out of your day and, and time away from whatever craft it is you're trying to do or whatever it is you're trying to create or whatever it is that you need to monetize or whatever it is that you need to sell to keep the doors open on your business. So we keep those things separate and then we wonder why we're stressed out. So I started really and unapologetically blending my personal life with my professional life, um, which was awesome. So that allowed me to really take a look at, and we do this in my planner. We walk people through this. Like it really helped me take a look at like, I have 24 hours in a day. And where does Judy fit into that? Because at the end of the day, goals are boundaries. And that leads me to number two. I started thinking about my goals as boundaries, yeah. boundaries with my time. Right. Can we just take a moment? Like, can we have a minute on that? That's mother- unreal boundaries. They're not fluff. They're boundaries. So if you tell me what your goals are, then I'll be able to tell you what to say yes to and what to say no to. It makes things real easy because I've got a goal and my goals are my boundaries. So then you stop feeling like you need to apologize, like you need to feel shame or guilt because the kids or this goals are boundaries. Like or say yes to everything. I fucking love this. 
Oh my God, my mind's blown. That is that is the fundamental shift in the Vibe and Thrive Planner, the Vibe and Thrive Masterclass, and the Vibe and Thrive Process, right? We teach people that goals are boundaries. You would not build your dream house without a blueprint. That would be crazy. Why are you building your house without one? So however you do it, whether you're using my tool or somebody else's, think of your goals as boundaries. But if you don't have goals, guess what? You just found out what your first goal is to go figure out what you're passionate about and how you can fucking monetize it, right? That's a great goal, right? <laughs> Maybe your goals that you need to slow down because you're exhausted, but goals are boundaries, okay? That's number one. And number two, so that, that was kind of a lot in one. So I set goals and I'm, I do not feel shame about that. And I am proud of that. And I use them as boundaries, right? With my time. And then uh, number two, and I think this is a great takeaway for anyone listening. I, and it's a big part of our vibe and thrive planner. I start every day with 10. I am power statements. So these are 10 things that I either deem to be true about myself. Remember words are wands, Jess, words are wands. They're either things I deem to be true about myself or they're things I dream to be true about myself. So vulnerable moment. Let me tell you what I wrote down this morning. So think about it. If every day you're waking up and you're like, I am exhausted. I am stressed. I am overweight. I am never going to find love. I am horrible at money. I am terrible at confrontation. You will be wish granted wish granted words are what but if you can flip the script and start telling your brain like reprogramming your brain you know telling yourself the things that you want to be true about yourself even if they're not 100% true yet you're going to start getting a lot closer to where you want to go so okay so here's just some of mine from today okay well this is true i'm going to literally read my list okay I'm so excited. I am healthy and disease-free, right? I am a multi-multi-million dollar entrepreneur. I am safe to relax and receive. It's all happening. I am right on time. I live in a gorgeous million-dollar Scottsdale home because we're moving to Scottsdale. I am on, I I main stage the biggest stages. I am worthy of wealth. I am calm and focused. I am going to crush it on Jessica's podcast today. Right? And You're you are. I, and then I put, I am great at confrontation because I have a tough conversation I need to have. Right. So this is how I woke up and talked to myself for a long time. I was writing things like I am only flying first class. I mean, it, maybe you are, maybe you're not, but if you're not even, if you don't even throw a dart close to it, you'll never get there. You know, I am, you know, whatever it is, whatever revenue goals you want to achieve, dream it. I am on the today show. I know you write about that in your book, right? Like, are we What is it that you want? How is it that you want to feel? And are you telling yourself that? It is so woo-woo, but it is so real. It real. I have been writing, Jess, for probably two years. I am on big stages. I main stage big stages. I am on big stages. I main stage big stages. I'm a main stage keynote speaker. I'm a main, main stage keynote speaker. And I've done big keynotes, right? This is my favorite part of my work, the keynote speaking. I just booked an event. That is like brought me to my knees. It is a conference that I have been wanting to to speak at. I'm a headline speaker with like Lovey and some of the major New York Times bestselling authors right now. And I like started crying and I was like, I hope I am, it's happening. Like now have I worked? Have I put the, the process together? Have I put myself out there? Have I failed enough? Have I done the free talks? Have I, yes. But dude, I'm about to get on stage with Lovey on the opening keynote. She's the closing speak keynote and I am worthy. 
I am worthy of that. And I have earned that and I am ready. Does that make sense? And so I have been writing that shit to myself. So when the call comes in that you get it, you're ready to receive it. Yes, girl. You're ready to receive it. Can you tell us what's you know? the conference? What's the event? It's, it's an event called Women Lead change and it's a public event and unfortunately it's not going to be as massive as it usually is because covid restrictions so half of the audience is hybrid and half is in person so it's like 600 in the room and like you know the other 1500 online but it's a public event google them up women lead change we need to get you on that stage girl i'll be making some introductions girl um it's amazing i'm just so I needed this. No, no, no. I needed this today so badly to hear it. High performance habit. You do that every morning, but you just said every day, girl, every freaking day, maybe I'm on vacation and I don't have my big vibe and thrive with me. It's in my journal every morning, every morning. It takes me 90 seconds to write 10 IM power statements. That's that's a meditation. That's an illumination. That's an activation. That is you being intentional about where you want your life to go. And it's so fucking easy to do. It's so easy to do. Where do you want to be? I, Where do you want to go? What's next? I don't. I. I don't know more of you. That's what's next. <laughs> you gotta be every day, Jess. That New York Times. I kept waiting for your post. I'm like, when is she gonna hit? When? 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 And, oh. you know, it's, it, but you know those dreams. It, they almost feel too scary. And it's so funny. For a long time, I, I kept took that out. And I'm like, why am I afraid of that? Because I won't even get close to it if I don't dream. If I don't go big, I won't even get close. Right. So we have to scare ourselves a little bit too. Hence fear. Fear is my homeboy. Fear is your homeboy. <laughs> it's so I'll beautiful. Circle. You are the real fucking deal. And oh, thank you too. for coming on to my show with all of this just high vibe wisdom and inspiration and direction. And I think you've really blown the lid off of what's possible. Cause I know there are a lot of people. I love that you came from hospitality and then took your improv class and like, look at you yeah. now. And I, I just, I, I just love the universe that we exist in because it really is all up to you and it's all up for grabs. You just have to claim it. And you are a living example of someone who has claimed it all and is, is like, what's next? Yes. And like, I'm just beginning. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Thank you so much. I received that on so many levels and you have been a woman to watch in my life and such an incredible role model from afar. So to be able to call you a colleague and a friend uh, is, is such an honor, but you know, thanks for paving the way. And, you know, listen, if you're listening to this right now and you say easy for Judy to say easy for Jess to say what I'm, what I'm here to tell you is you were meant to listen to this number one. And number two, the and will always save your life because it allows you to innovate wherever you are, no matter where you are. You could be, when I was a bartender, I was the best fucking bartender. I ran that bartender like a business. Yeah. Uh, and you can innovate anywhere you are. You just got to be brave enough to say and. Amen. And the honor is mine. Tell me what simply be means to you, Judy. It means to be brave enough to be exactly who you fucking are, to be brave enough to look stupid and silly and not care that you do, and to be brave enough to love yourself first. Because when you can truly simply be 
you love yourself, which makes you a one human revolution. That's what it means to simply be. I think that's it. I think I think we're gonna call it. <laughs> did we just drop. Did we just drop the mic? On we just that? dropped the mic. We just dropped the. Can I check that off in my planner? <laughs> yeah, oh, you crushed. You crushed Jessica's podcast. podcast. I'm gonna start those fucking habits tomorrow. <laughs> Sign me up. I have your planner. I'm now. I know how to use it. Like I'm gonna. You have an old one. I'm send me a new one. I'll just go buy a new one. Support you. I'll send the, you one. <laughs> this, this was epic. You are epic and i just love love watching you change the world and rise really so good thank you thank you oh hey it's me again if you loved this episode please be sure to rate review subscribe and share it with all of your inspiring and authentic friends and speaking of inspiring and authentic friends have you joined the simply be society yet so look In a time of so much loss, grief, and separation, I believe that community, service, light, and impact are more essential to the human experience than ever before, which is why I created the Simply Be Society, my inclusive yet exclusive digital community, which is here to provide you with it all so you can build your most authentic business, brand, and life. Each month, you'll receive my virtual gift box, the Bee Box, filled with my expert branding lessons, private Spotify playlists, inspirational mood boards, plus access to my upcoming VIP events, chances to be featured on my podcast, y'all, and giveaways, lots and lots of giveaways. And best of all, you'll receive access to my private Simply Be Society Facebook group comprised of an international community of badass entrepreneurs, creatives, and leaders all on a mission to bring more authenticity to their careers and thus the world. Registration to sign up for the society is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to the Simply Be podcast and I'll see you on next week's episode. Bye guys.